Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine, I am on the Body Dawson, pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Misty Delaney, so what? Welcome along, it's the most wonderful time of the year. It's nearly Christmas, if you're listening to this on the uh, free version, nine months later. It's three months till Christmas, so it's near enough. <laughs> and it's the time when we look at the Ripley's Believe It or Not book, the new one every year. I have in my right hand the all-new, it says here, Ripley's Believe It or Not, 2023. It's got a very uh, enticing orange and purple swirly ball. Oh, it's amazing. It looks like a, front. a... It looks exactly like a rave flyer from, like, the early 90s. But Do you know what I mean? Like, sun dance one of those, or something. Those visual effect things where it looks different depending on where you look at it, yeah, which angle yeah, you look it did, at it from. But that's very expensive They've, to produce. So the, yeah, they thought exactly. back this year, they're looking at their margins, going, oh, we, got a, we can't be doing that last year. It was a gamble. It was a gamble, mm. and it didn't pay off. In fact... It almost cost us money. It was like factory if records. <laughs> yeah, it's that Blue Monday 12-inch. Yeah. If it wasn't for those those cuds doing them podcasts about it to promote it, we wouldn't have it turned a profit fucked. at all. Yeah, I so fucking have. Anyway, I'll tell you what, the I hope they're going to do it again this year. They've done it last couple, haven't they? Well, how can we be sure? Maybe we should call them now, because then they'll want a stake in it. Tell them what a free copy. Send them a couple of free ones. No, I'm telling you, it's not worth it. If you let them know that we're interested, then they'll start toying with us. I've been down this road before. Because uh, I, anyway, I, I used to publish the Guinness Book of Records. And when Roy Castle and Norris McWhorter started doing a TV show of it, right, suddenly they wanted in on some of the fucking proceeds of the book sales because they said they were the ones driving it. And the hell I had with those pair of cunts, I can tell you. They talk about the Cray Twins. They were fucking nothing in comparison to fucking Castle and McWhorter. They're a fucking nightmare. And this D- Dawson and Delaney pair, they remind me of them. So just, kids, leave well alone. Yeah. Hey, anyway, I don't think they'll do it this year because they seem to be bored with it last year. Yeah, I'll be fucking... <laughs> I, don't know why I would back. be completely surprised if they brought it back. Last year, they were really struggling for content. They're probably just doing it, I like, because it's just a lazy option. They couldn't think of anything else to do this Christmas. I'll tell you what, the first year we did it, there was loads of good stuff. But then the next mm. couple of years, I feel as if, well, either, to my mind, the editorial content has declined. And I'm not surprised because it's fucking hard. Like, in the mm. days of the internet, right, back when we were kids, and believe it or not, it would be easy because 
you hadn't been exposed to as much wild shit because you just lived in your house and just saw what was going on around you. So you saw some wild shit, but not that much. Now we all see wild shit every day. So the whole kind of do you believe it or not, it's like there's almost, mate, there's hardly anything I wouldn't believe these days. <clears throat> do you know I what I mean? As well, they could also just make it up back then as well because no, it was verifiable. It, exactly. It so now it, it. it's very hard. I don't know who does the actual content in this, but whether it's a team of them or what. But I think it, it's very difficult to research, and I feel as if it's I. I can't work out where it is between the editorial content not being as good or us just becoming more and more blasé about pretty mad shit mm. because we've got we own so many of these books now, don't we? Yeah, so what we, we've do. become a bit um, hardened to, to this amazing stuff inside. We're like, oh, yeah. See, I'm on page um, 46, right? And there's a cow with, with a third eye. And yeah. that's obviously it's a cow. And not just any old third eye. It's like a fucking big eye right slap bang on the center of its head, right? That's mm. incredible. And yet when I saw it, I thought, mm, I was f- flicking through thinking, what can I find that me and Andy might have some fun discussing and examining. Mm. And I, I didn't, I feel like a couple of years ago when we first started doing this, I'd have been, what? A with a Oh my God. <laughs> Whereas now I'm like, oh yeah, cow with a third eye, is it? Yeah, that's a possible. Uh, next. Might talk about that <laughs> if we're desperate. <laughs> the, the headline's yeah. quite good. It's herd eye. And it says, a All calf right, yeah. in Wales had everything, had everyone seeing triple after they noticed it was born with a third eye directly in the middle of its fucking forehead. They don't say fucking, but I can see that's what they're trying to imply. Yeah. Uh, veterinarian Malian Hughes was conducting a tuberculosis test on the baby bovine, then four months old, when she noticed the... Eh, what's this? I'm like, eh, I'm just going to text you quickly for the old tuberculosis. Here, hang about, what's that on your nut? The calf appeared healthy, with Malian noticing that third eye seems functional, although misplaced. It has eyelids and eyelashes, and it even secretes lubricant, keeping Mm. it moist. However, it is not known whether the calf can use it for sight. How could you know? How could you know? You don't know what... the other eyes up and then ask it how many fingers you're holding up. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, you're right. I was about to say it's impossible to test, but that's the obvious way to test it. Of course it's not. I mean, I, I'm, I still haven't finished with the cover yet. I'm looking at the back, and oh. it says uh, it gives us some indications of what we might expect inside. And it says, first of all, at the top, it says twenty two pounds. Nobody has ever paid twenty two pounds no. for Ripley's Believe It or Not. I paid eight. That's a bullshit price. Um, you either pay eight to ten pounds online or in a supermarket, or you'll get it uh, remainded in March for about £3, probably. <laughs> no one's ever paid £22. If you have paid £22, you, you're fucking fucked up. Um, it says, Mummies paraded through city. Sounds good. Artist paints with cow poop. Second mention of a cow already. Mm. Flying cars become reality. We're going big Wa- big on cows this year. Get this. Waterfall disappears overnight. <sighs> Believe it or not. And then it just says, Normal is just an illusion. So a bit of a nod to imagination and their 1980s hit just an illusion there. You asked who is involved in this. Vice President is Amanda Joyner. Creative Content Manager is Sabrina Seek. Editor, Jordi R. Orlando. What a Ooh, name. I'd love what to have him name. on the show. Text 
is Jeff Tibbles, who is someone I've heard of. He does a lot of um, freelance writing about football. I think he writes who? a lot about What's his name? Tibbles. Jeff Tibbles. Great name. Like, Love him. Like Tiddles, but Tibbles. Yeah. Uh, feature contributors Engrid Barnett and also Geordie R. Orlando again. Mm. So he's the editor uh, and he ch- chucks and bits of work in as well. Yeah. yeah. Proofreaders Rachel Paul and Yvette Chin. Uh, fact checker and indexer Yvette Chin. Uh, special thanks to Tacita Barrera, Yanisi Contreras, John Cocoran, Steph Distazio, Barbara Forrett. Colton Cruz, Matt Mamula, Julia Molman, and Curtis Molman. The Molmans there, joining in. Well, it's Hans uh, Molman out of the like um, Simpsons, isn't there? People. Hans Molman's yeah. the little old man. He is. They must be his kids. Mm. Uh, One of my favourite sundry characters, as it happens. There's a bit at the beginning where it tells you all about uh, Robert Ripley. Um, born in 1890 group in the hills of Santa Rosa, California, an energetic but shy kid. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Shyness is a curse, mate. Shyness is a curse, but shyness I don't associate with energeticness. Yeah, it's strangely energetic kind of but also shy. Mind yeah. you, there's been some who's the shyest footballer ever? Uh, I don't know. Who's that one who went to live in a caravan? Marco Bugas. Marco Bugas. Maybe him. David Batty's quite shy in a way, isn't he? Oh, fuck yeah, of course. Has not been seen anywhere. I am David Batty retired. and I am quite shy. So <laughs> please bear that in mind when communicating with me. <laughs> Excuse me, are you are you David Batty? You used to play for Leeds in Newcastle in England. No, I am not. David Batty has retired from public life. <laughs> I am not he. My name is... Please um, move away. Um... David Datty. <laughs> <laughs> My name is uh, Tony Lonely. I'm a very lonely man, and I'm just going home now after picking up some carrots Tony at the lonely. Tesco Metro. <laughs> Please retreat. Uh, energetic but shy, mocked for his large front teeth and stutter. Mm. He found an escape in the form of drawing... Um, and uh, blah blah blah. On a slow day, news day in 1918, Ripley gathered nine out of the ordinary athletic feats and put them all together in a cartoon panel he called Champs and Chumps. <laughs> Readers loved it. He returned to the concept and retitled it Believe It or Not. Right. And that's where we are now. Well, but it's actually a wonderful story, isn't it? Because you sort of think, here's this guy, well, irrespective of his backstory, but as it happens, it makes it extra nice that he you know, was an uncomfortable, shy youth. He was teased by the people, right? Mm. And that's sad. But he made... I mean, we often applaud ourselves, or not applaud ourselves, but we feel grateful for the fact that we make a living out of talking shit like this right now, right? Yeah. And we think, what a fun way to... What a fun way to spend your time, right? And turn into a kind of a job in a way. But look at look at Mr. Ripley, Right? He, like, just started coming up with wild stories and he turned it mm. into a book that became world-famous, named after him. And then there was fucking whole theme parks and everything. Not theme mm. parks, what would you call it? Experience centres. Ex- exhibitions, ex- yeah, yeah, experiences, yeah, yeah. I used to think there might well one day be a top-flight time machine. Experience centre. 
That yeah. would be amazing. And I can straight away think of some of the exhibits and the rides. Well, there'll be rides as well, would there? Yeah. We'll do it soon. We'll do a pop-up and see how it goes down. I'm my here, Mr. Train Emulate. Um crinkly bottom land yeah. that Noel Edmonds did. And then we'll have Which, result spot instead of blobby. Yeah, and the pop blob. And then people knock and, at the uh, door like, oh, it's Dave Lee Travis, oh no. No, not the TV show, the oh. theme park. Oh, the theme park, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You can, still, you can still look online and see pictures of it deserted. Yeah. Oh, I'd love that, walking. mate. I'd love that. So there's a picture of the very first Believe It or Not cartoon, which was called Champs or Chumps. And as the chap who walked backwards across the continent, and he's indeed walking backwards, and he's holding up a mirror in front of him so he can see what he's walking towards. <laughs> uh, a man who did a running high kick of 10 feet, feet 3 inches, whatever that is, uh, Ed Lammy, who broad jumped on ice, SDC, who hopped 100 yards in 11 seconds. Wow, that's really fast. Hopping. Uh, somebody ran 100 yards backwards in 14 seconds. And somebody jumped the rope, uh, skipped 11,800 times in about four hours. Um, M. Pauliquin in 1912 remained underwater for six minutes, 29 seconds. Hard to believe that... that single-page illustration has let us doing this now. Yeah. With the whole believe it or not thing, but there you go. Believe it or not, I believe it. I choose to believe it. Yeah. Um, Have you picked anything out other than yeah, the three Yeah, the, 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 herd I, um, the next thing is called Hobbit Life. This is on page 51, yeah. and it's about a peculiar man and his family. Pastry chef Nicholas Gentile has spent oh, the last few years leading the life of a hobbit in a diminutive home situated in the Italian countryside. Besides hanging out at the Shire, he mixes it up with peers dressed as Aragon, Legolas, Gimli and the rest of the cunts from Lord of the Rings. In perhaps his most audacious feat, Nicholas and a Tolkien-inspired crew embarked on a 180-mile trek to Mount Vesuvius. Okay. Not one to miss an opportunity to emulate Frodo, Nicholas. I never miss an opportunity to emulate Frodo. <laughs> There's and, one thing you can say about me. An imaginary person out of a stupid old book. Nicholas brought along a replica of the One Ring, which he lobbed into the crater. <laughs> good riddance. Then, it, at the end, it says good riddance. I don't know yeah. why it says that. Jalapeño. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. 
Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Jalapeño. But this can literally, like, they've got a picture of him and he's built himself a little hobbit fucking shed rig in the countryside and dressed up as, as Fre- Fredo, is it? Frodo. From Fro- Frodo. Frodo from Lord of the Rings, right? Fine. You know, each their own. Um, so he's living in this rig. But the bit that's bad is there's a picture of him with his kids who don't look, they look a little bit weirded out. And it's like, you can't impose it. If that's your lifestyle choice, fine. But you've got to draw a line at imposing it on the kiddies. Like, kids, dad is so into this book that he's now going <clears> to <throat> live like the person out of the book that's- full time. Yeah, that's checking out of what he regards as regular life. Yeah, and you're going to have to live in this rig as well. And and you're going to have to do this pretending game as well, full-time like Daddy is, yeah? Mm. But then he gets a ring and he walks all the way to fucking Mount Vesuvius and lobs a ring into it. 180-mile trek. Where are you going, Vesuvius? How are you getting there? Walking. How far is that then? 180 miles. That'll take a while. Yeah, fucking well. What are you going to do yeah, when you get there? Fucking chuck this ring into the volcano. The then what? Go home. Come back. <laughs> Why are you doing it? Because I've read about it in a book. What? A non-fiction book? No, it's a story that some cunt made up in England years ago. And <laughs> there's, a, there's a bloke in it who does this. He throws a ring into a volcano. And that's why you're what, doing is it, is real, it? Real? Yeah, did, that's, did, that's true. Did that, did that happen in real life? I nah, mean, that's just a story. Nah, it's just a story. It's just some, some cunt made it up. But I'm, do- I'm doing it in real life. I'm yeah. going to be like him. Yeah. What are you going to feel like once it's done? Dunno. Do you think you'll feel fulfilled? Yeah, probably, but I don't know. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. I, can't, if I not, probably won't do it again. Gigantic waste of time, if not, won't it? I'm not going to like do it like once a year. That would be stupid. Fuck that. Once you've done it, you've done it. What I'll are you going to do then? I don't else. know. I might switch to a different film. Like, I might start pretending to be Keanu Reeves' character out of speed or something like that. <laughs> I start to be a Transformer. I'm not sure. See how I feel. <laughs> isn't, it, isn't it true that you're a pastry chef, Nicholas? Well, yeah, sort of. Yeah, I dabble so in pastry. I, I, don't, I don't do a lot of it now. There's not a lot, not much call for it in the middle of the uh, Italian countryside. Yeah, I mean, if I'm, if I'm really hungry, I might knock myself up a croissant. If I've got if I've got the necessary ingredients, but it's quite hard to get um, stuff delivered even by Amazon out here because I haven't even got a postcode. I'm hoping they're going to give me one of those three word locator thing codes. If they do that, then I'll be able to get flour and such and butter and the like delivered Step here, over. and I might have a chance uh, of making a bit of pastry. But at the I've moment, set the form no. in. yeah, I've set the form into the three word people, but they ain't got back to me yet. I've actually suggested some of the words that might be included. Obviously, it's up to them, but I think it's fine for me to suggest. And all all of the words are words out of Lord of the Rings. I suggested Frodo Volcano Ring. (laughs) Because that's easy for me to remember. But they haven't got part of me yet. They must be mulling it over. Let's say I I am quietly confident, but I think there's probably a backlog because of COVID in that, you know. (laughs) Is it not the case where you just get that up and... It, there's automatically one. No, no, I don't think that's how it works. Now you've got to apply for it, especially in the countryside because they haven't got that mapped. Especially if you want to suggest uh, yeah. your own words, which, as I say, I very much do. There's right at the bottom of the page. There is what I thought at first was a pie, 
which was a, a nod to his job as a pastry oh, chef, yeah. but it's just like it looks like it's a uh, it's like a, a trunk of tree or something, or a log. He looks quite like hostile a, in a way, doesn't he? That picture of him with his arm around his kids behind that fence that he's erected around yeah. his Hobbit rig. Yeah. He's sort of like, don't <clears throat> take another fucking step, or I will break the neck of this child. <laughs> um. I would hope that this isn't the case, but I would imagine that some revelations of this commune would emerge at some point, yeah. and they wouldn't be positive ones. No. The, the gang of them at the top picture there, with their cloaks and stuff on. Yeah, I don't think... I, it's not It's not a conventional lifestyle, or an advisable one. No. And I would say but, that if, if it was someone I knew had got involved in this, I would be a little bit concerned. Would you intervene, do you think? Nah, when I was younger, I would have intervened, but now I'm just a bit like, look, mate, you're on your own journey. I can't be arsed. I would say, you're on your own fucking journey. I'm not going to get in and start shouting the odds, but Mm. I just want you to know that if and when things go super weird, and I've got to be honest, I think that's going to happen sooner rather than later, I'm here for you should you need me. Until then, good fucking luck. Unless it's super weird to the point of illegality, <laughs> in which case I'll have to have a think. I'll have to have I'm a think. For but, you or not. Yeah, good luck to you, but don't call me anymore because it'll yeah. weird me out and I've got other shit to be getting on with. I've, I've, I've said there, I've just said there, I will be there for you, but I think we both know that I won't be. You should be aware this that in it. a new year I'm getting a new puppy, which will be taking up a huge <laughs> amount of my time. Uh, I, yeah, I've, yeah, that's right. I've already got a kitten. So who am I to judge other people's eccentric lifestyle choices, right? But what I am saying is, with them, plus the kids, plus all the podcasting I've got to do, is it, you know, I'm not going to have much spare time to bail you out of whatever fucking cult you've got yourself involved in. Yeah. So look so, elsewhere. Uh, this is uh, this is it from us. Like, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Hobbit life it says, and it looks bright and colourful. But I imagine there's an undercurrent of um, something quite unpleasant. Mm. But it, there it is. Believe it or not, do you believe it? I choose to believe I, it. I believe it. I believe it's going on. I've just had a quick look on the opposite page, um, and there's two little headlines that stand out to me. One is called "Heroic Rat," which we'll mm. have a look at in a minute. Yeah, and the other one is "Ant Naps." Oh, very is, interesting. I mean, obviously we're into ant activity, yeah. because who isn't? Can't beat a good ant documentary. And we're into and naps. naps. So this kind of really, but this is perfect. We'd get a whole book called Ant Naps. I mean, get this. This this is brilliant. Worker ants take around 250 naps every day. But each nap lasts only a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, 250 minutes. How long was that then? That's four hours. So they do minutes. four hours worth of napping. And they put a work, put a shift in as well. How many hours do they work? Isn't what, this what seven that, hours? Isn't this what that she used to do? Maybe she, that's where she got the idea from. Yeah, because she she didn't sleep during the night, did she? She just she just did little naps. naps. I've been observing the habits of of ants. I did that during my previous life as a scientist, and I noticed <laughs> that they were extremely productive. By simply having 250 one-minute naps a day. <laughs> yeah, so um, 
I'm into that. I don't know how they figured that out, but it's none of my business. I choose to believe it, obviously. My kitten, uh, by the way, is a um, big napper. Big napper. And yeah. what he does is he's a, he's either awake and going mental or he's having yeah. a nap. And when he's going mental, it's sort of annoying, right? But it can be quite entertaining because he does fucking stupid stuff. He climbs up things and falls off and jumps yeah. out and acts generally over dramatic, right? Because <clears throat> he's playing out a fantasy in his head the whole time. Mm. like Hero fantasy. Yeah, he's constantly having hero fantasies. Like he does this <laughs> thing where like you'll just tap your finger just once or something and he'll crouch down like it's a fucking really scary predator and then he'll very yeah. slowly come forward. And then all of a sudden, he will rear up on his hind legs, right? <laughs> With his, and his eyes will go like mad, like they're on fire. And his top paws will go, and he'll stand fully erect like a human yeah. with his paws up in the air, and he'll go, <laughs> like that. But then he'll just turn around and fucking run off really quick. <laughs> uh, really entertaining. But my favourite is when he has a nap, because then, if I'm lucky, he'll come over and nap on me. So throughout yeah. England, Senegal, he, and we're recording this, by the way, a day after in Senegal, listeners. He, he decided to have nap time. But here was the brilliant, what I call a kitten hack, right? So I'd right. been away for the weekend. And I was like, oh, I need to catch up on some good kitten time, yeah? Mm. And a great kitten hack was, what of it being so fucking cold and energy being so fucking expensive? We've taken to filling hot water bottles, Yeah. Right, and so I I have this hot water bottle, but one of them ones it's got like a woolly jacket, yeah, yeah, and I'd filled it with hot water for the game. Times have changed, let's say, me and my interaction <laughs> with large tournament football. Right, <laughs> I was there with a cup of tea, right, and I had this fucking woolly hot water bottle lying on me, yeah, mm. and the kittens come over. And he was quite being quite playful. And I thought, I hope he fucking calms down for the game because it's distracting. He's so crazy. He jumped on the telly and everything. He's come over. He stepped on to the um, water bottle, felt on his little paws the, yeah. the comfort and warmth. And he yeah. just looked at me, looked down, and he's just, he's lied down, but not like a cat all curled up. He lay down on his back and stretched fully out. <laughs> like across the water bottle, right? And he tipped his he tipped his head right back with his eyes shut. So I would do yeah. that thing. You know where you like they like it when you tickle their sort of windpipe. <laughs> do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. The, all cats love that, right? And he's he straight he knows that I do that really. So he's like on his back. It was almost like he'd put his arms behind his yeah. you know, like that. His hands behind his back the, as we yeah. know we call that the American style don't we of sleeping that's how American sleep isn't yeah, it yeah all American sleep like that and it's like god this cat must have American blood in him because he's fucking <laughs> he's popped out the American style sleeping position and then he tips his head right back and I just like stroke his windpipe gently and I watched England beat Senegal 3-0 and he stayed like that for practically the whole game mate brilliant and the, and the kitten hack there for anyone listening is you want to get the kitten to calm down and come and give you a really good cuddle, get yourself a hot water bottle because they yeah. fucking love it. But got to be a furry one, though. I'm getting, uh, you know, we've got a couple of hot water bottles in the house, but now, because we always talk about investing in the comfort market, right? Yeah. And because of times as they are, 
that's my new thing hot water bottles and i'm actually going online today obviously i'll be going to the john lewis website first to see which ones they stock because they'll be the best and then i'll find a better price elsewhere which is a dawson logistical technique that i've picked up from you over the years and uh yeah honestly mate hot water bottles are really we should talk more about them on the free shows because they're really a godsend right now and there's try and add them to the list so much comfort mate. picture yourself watching the football with a hot water bottle and a bowl of peanuts and a cup of tea or a beer in your case can you imagine how nice that is oh yeah do you have anything to put your rest your feet on when you're watching telly in your front room yeah, I've got like a footrest, a footstool. Yeah, footstool, me I've too. I've got a sofa and then there's a footstool yeah. that goes with it. So I could have got, I looked at those L-shaped sofas. Oh, yeah. At the end, yeah. you can lounge. Mm, I but used I've to have one of those. Because then you can put the footstool anywhere yeah. along the sofa. I had an L-shape and it's quite good if you're on the lounge bit. But if you're on anything other than the lounge bit, often they have quite low backs. So yeah. you're paying the price unless you get the lounge yeah. that, that bit. So I think footstool's much better. But yeah, just look into hot water bottles, mate. They're they're that really they're, they're like they're old still. school, but in a way, they're like they're a forgotten gem. The classic design. I think they're coming yeah. back. I'm I'm thinking of getting one with a tartan woolen coat oh, over it. Do you know nice. what I mean? Yeah. Oh, it's lovely. The footstool, though, it, it's also it also doubles up as Oscar's podium because <laughs> he sleeps on it sometimes he lies, he lies on it and sleeps on it and also if I'm going to give him a treat when he comes in from the garden after doing toilet time yeah. he always gets two little chicken mini whirls oh, yeah. from B&M yeah. uh, and I get them out of the bag and I always see a podium and he oh. jumps up on his podium <gasps> you've got him well trained mate I mean you know yeah. you, you bad mouth him quite a lot I do <laughs> um, but then you reveal something like He's that and I think fucking hell that's really because well, yeah, I'm, just, I'm thinking just, about dog training now, right? I was at the breeders at the weekend. They were giving me some training tips, and right. I'm thinking that is a well-drilled dog. If you shout podium and he jumps up on the footstool, well, yeah, it's easy because he's getting some fucking treats out of it. You can train a dog to do anything if you give them treats, and especially if they're greedy, as uh, as Oscar is. But yeah, I just say podium and he jumps up on it. Okay. So uh, all right. Well, I've, yeah. maybe in the new year we might do a couple of specials on puppy training and you can, you can just give do. me some some tips yeah yeah tell you what we'll leave it there okay uh, there's going to be more ripley's throughout the next few weeks over christmas and we'll we'll start the next episode with heroic rat and find out exactly sure. what that's about because it sounds good so uh, thanks for listening everybody and goodbye bye-bye When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. 
you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.